good morning to you all. Isn't this a wonderful day of celebration? And it's so good to be with you here uh, it live and also with you watching online as well. For those who don't know me, I'm Glenda and I'm part of the ministry team here at New Penn. I just love Easter Sunday. I really do. It is such a great celebration. It's such a happy day and I, I really look forward to it. And when I'm really happy, I, I like to sing and dance around. Um, it's just something I really like to do. And um, believe me, you wouldn't want to be around and hear me when I'm singing. Um, it's not a good sound. Whatever you're doing to celebrate this Easter, whether it's singing or dancing or uh, sharing time with your family, which is what we'll be doing today as well, I just hope it's a real day of fun and rejoicing as you celebrate Jesus' resurrection. Let's read about the resurrection unfolding as we go to Mark chapter 16. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome bought spices so that they might go to anoint Jesus' body. Very early on the first day of the week, just after sunrise, they were on their way to the tomb and they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? But when they looked up, they saw that the stone, which was very large, had been rolled away. As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Don't be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He has risen. He is not for here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter... He is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. In the New Testament, you would have read that Jesus is referred to as the king. And just as Jesus' death was foretold many, many years before, so was his kingship. In Zechariah, for example, we're told, the Lord will be king over the whole earth. On that day, there will be one Lord and his name, the only name. And in chapter 9, it says, Rejoice greatly, daughter Zion. Shout, daughter Jerusalem. See, your king comes to you, righteous and victorious, lowly and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. We read too that King David was given the promise that one of his descendants would rule forever as king. And even at the announcement of Jesus' conception, the angel Gabriel told, Gabriel told Mary that Jesus would be the promised king. And in Matthew chapter 2, it says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born, King of the Jews. So we know that Jesus is the promised king. But listen to these words that Jesus spoke to Pontius Pilate about the nature of his kingdom. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight. Pilate therefore said to him, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, 
You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world. Jesus said his kingdom is not of this world. Now, one way to look at a kingdom is as a way of ordering things and and the way of getting things done. And a great example of this is when Paul Ruse and Simon Goodwin came to coach the Mighty Ds. (laughs) In case you're not a footy fan, Melbourne are the best team in the league (laughs) and the reigning premiers. Anyway, I digress. These coaches did something differently. It's been widely talked about that one of the things that made the biggest difference to the Melbourne Football Club was they brought in a new set of values, focusing on the things that really counted, taking away from self-focus and focusing more broadly. And that makes a difference in how things are done, the things that we focus on. And this is what Jesus is saying about his kingdom. The world's values and the way the world does things are the opposite to Jesus' priorities and the way that he does things. The world's priorities, like Josh said before, are things like power and money and recognition. The world's way is about control and manipulation. But Jesus is saying, my kingdom is different to the way of the world. And this is how I'm going to change things. Jesus says, I'm going to put others ahead of myself. I'm going to love my enemies. I'm going to serve and sacrifice for others. I'm going to overcome evil with good. I'm going to give up my life. And this is what Jesus asks us to do as well. And we see Jesus living out his kingdom when he was here on earth. We saw him do things like healing a leper when he announced forgiveness to a sinful woman, when he celebrated and attended parties with all the wrong people, when he broke bread on the last night with his friends, as he hung on the cross with the words, King of the Jews, above his head as he rose from the dead. And as followers of Jesus, we don't have to be controlled by this world. When we understand what Jesus has done for us, it sets us free. When we realise that we've been made righteous by his blood, by his grace, and not by what we do or our achievements, When we know how much Jesus loves us, it changes us. And it changes the way that we look at power, at money and significance. We are called to replace the priorities of this world with the kingdom of God. Now, I'm sure I'm not alone when I feel inadequate to live the sacrificial and selfless life that Jesus lived. 
but that's okay because in and of ourselves we are inadequate. And Jesus knew that it wouldn't be easy for us to surrender to him as our saviour and king. He knows all about our human, sinful natures. And that's why he's given us his word and his spirit and each other. The gift of the Holy Spirit is given so we're able to really know the Jesus of the word and really live the kingdom life that he's given us. You see, the kingdom Jesus came to establish was a kingdom grounded in our personal and loving relationship with him. As we look back at verse 6 from Mark 16, which I read earlier, we hear again the angel announcing that Jesus, who was crucified, has been raised from the dead. We hear again that Jesus promised that he would come back to life again. It's been fulfilled. So we know that Jesus will keep his other promises as well. Jesus' resurrection ensures the ruler of God's eternal kingdom is Jesus. Jesus' resurrection assures us that we will also be resurrected. And we hear that the power of God that enabled Jesus to rise from the dead, that power is available to us as well. And the resurrection of Jesus provides our witness to the world as with confidence we can go out and proclaim the reality of the living Jesus and all that he has done for us. But following Jesus the King is a decision that we all have to make every day. A decision to consciously surrender every part of our lives to him. So as we celebrate and rejoice on this Resurrection Day, I have a couple of things to, uh, for us to reflect on. The first one, what specific area of your life does Jesus want you to surrender to him? What's the area of your life that you're holding on to and you're just not surrendering it down to him. And the second thing for us to reflect on this Resurrection Sunday is how can we reflect Jesus and his way of life to those around us? And I encourage all of us today at some time to ask Jesus to show us at least one thing that we can do this week to show someone the love of Jesus. As we finish our message today, I'd like to speak to those who are here and also those who are watching online who don't yet know Jesus as their king. Those who haven't yet trusted Jesus' death on the cross for the forgiveness of their sins and the hope 
and the freedom that his resurrection brings us. And if that's you today, God wants you to know it's because he loves you so much that he gave his one and only dearly loved son to die for you. And God did that because he wants you to know how much he loves you. I was 23 years old when I accepted Jesus as my Lord and Saviour. And I, for one, can tell you that whatever you are looking for in your life, Jesus is the only place to find it. My family was very dysfunctional. I grew up with an alcoholic father and a mentally ill mother. My life was a mess and my husband Glenn and I were headed down the same pathway that we'd seen our families live. And today we still say how grateful we are that Jesus rescued us, that he transformed us and saved us from the destructive lives that we were living. And so I want to say to you today, no matter what you've done, no matter what's going on in your life right now, Jesus loves you and he is inviting you to come home to him, to his forgiveness, to his peace, to his love. And if that's you and you're watching online and you'd like to speak to me or with Paul, please contact us at office at newpeninsula.com.au and one of us will be in touch with you. Or if you're here today, please come and speak to Paul or myself or the prayer team and we'd be very happy to talk with you. The kingdom of God is here. And when Jesus comes again, the promise made to King David of an everlasting kingdom will reach its complete fulfilment. If you read the book of Revelation, you'll see the second last vision shows Jesus coming again as a warrior on a white horse, which symbolises victory. Jesus came first as a lamb to be sacrificed for our sin. But he will return as conqueror and as king. And on his robe and thigh will be written this title, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Please join with me as we pray. Father God, thank you for your son Jesus. Thank you that we can come together today to worship. To worship you, to rejoice and to celebrate your goodness and your grace to us. We pray you would show us those areas of our lives that we need to hand over to you. And Lord, we need you to help us to do it. We also pray for those who've heard you speaking to them today. We pray that they will respond to you as you reach out to them with your amazing love and grace. Thank you, Jesus, that 
Today we proclaim with grateful hearts that Jesus, our King, is risen. And we pray these things, Jesus, in your wonderful name. Amen.